Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Wednesday, March 23rd, and this is People Every Day. Hello there, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, and I am so excited to be with you today. I do have to share, though, that right after I finish with you today, I'm starting my first pre-Oscars glam session. I gotta try on those dresses, get my hair done right. Yes, I know it's days away, but... It's a lot of work going from work from home, mom Janine to glam Janine, okay? (laughs) I am determined to look good this weekend. Okay, enough about future fabulous me. Let's get into today's top stories. There's another twist to the Bob Saget death saga. Uh, Yesterday, authorities released more than 50 photos taken of Saget's hotel room as part of the investigation into his death. Last week, Saget's three daughters and widow Kelly Rizzo were granted a permanent injunction to block the release of documents tied to the comedian's death, which resulted in a judge blocking the release of 90 of the reportedly 147 photos taken during the investigation. Of the photos that were made available to the public, they showed the room in pristine condition with a few of the actor's personal items, clothing, rental car keys, toiletry bag, left in unsuspicious locations. These photos seem to help further dismiss speculations of foul play surrounding the actor's unexpected death. No photos of the late comedian's body were released, though. It seems like every few weeks there's new information about this story, and at this point, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if there's more to come. Moving on, We have received word from the household of Baron Featherington. (laughs) That was horrible, I know. But season two of Netflix's smash hit Bridgerton is available for streaming this Friday. And you guys, I cannot wait. Uh, That said, yesterday at the show's London premiere, one of the stars was notably absent. Nicola Coughlin, who plays fan favorite Penelope Featherington, took to Instagram announcing she wouldn't be in attendance. She said, so I've been struck down with Miss Rona and I'm Missing our first premiere, Heartbroken is an understatement, but sending so much love to my gorgeous castmates who I hope have the best night. So fans and co-stars commented on how she would be missed, but she did look stunning in the photo she shared to the gram. Her makeup and nails were on point, and she was rocking a gorgeous Tasaki necklace. We wish her a speedy recovery, and OMG, I am pumped for what she and the rest of the society folk have in store for us this season. And speaking of COVID, I I know, after the last two years, when aren't we? Uh, Nicola Coughlin isn't the only public figure hit by the virus, so let's get into it. It's been two years officially since we all started working from home due to the COVID-19 pandemic. While the world is starting to open up again, the pandemic is still very much here, though. And, And lately, it seems like just as we all started to feel a bit of normalcy, I guess, returning, a lot of influential figures are now testing positive just as a troubling new variant is on the rise. So joining me now to help get us up to speed on all of this is People's Politics Editor, Adam Carlson. Hi, Adam. 
Hi, Janine. Can you believe two years and we're still talking about the pandemic? We've got a few headlines out of D.C. of people in the political world testing positive. Jen Psaki, uh, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama a few weeks ago. I mean, it, it seems like COVID is starting to gain some steam again, right? So what can you tell us about what's going on around the Capitol? The most powerful, famous people in the world, they're just like us. They're just as susceptible to the fluctuations of this pandemic. And I think Jen's story surprised everyone because it came out at the last minute in the White House to the point that aides were shuffling around in the West Wing at the last second. She couldn't go into the office, and one of her deputies was the one talking to all of us reporters. The same thing that we saw with Barack and Hillary, you know, people feel like they're in a moment where they can let their guards down a little bit, that they're vaccinated but you can still catch COVID. The good news, I think, is that their cases illustrate that while there is still the risk of infection, people should be careful. They've all gone out of their way to note they're not seriously ill. They are taking precautions. They're isolating. They don't want to get anyone else sick, but they did get vaccinated. And getting vaccinated is the best way to guard against getting seriously sick. And so how does the Irish prime minister play into all of this? He'd been in D.C. He'd been in the U.S. for an event, this dinner, that everyone was at. The president, who is very proud of his Irish roots, was there. It was announced after that dinner that he had tested positive. It then came out that Biden said he spent about seven and a half minutes with the prime minister, a distanced seven and a half minutes. Everyone was noting, well, that's not quite close contact, as the CDC defines it. Biden has kept testing negative. But it shows that even in those spaces, even with precautions taken, COVID can still sneak its way in. Well, let's jump over to the entertainment world. As we know, the Oscars are coming up this Saturday, following closely on the heels of the BAFTAs. And there are some people who are worried about a COVID breakout from the BAFTAs and how that could maybe affect the Oscars. The BAFTAs were held in London recently, and they had a whole constellation of parties, as always happens with these major award shows. There weren't the same kind of super strict COVID restrictions we might have seen in years past. First of all, they were having in-person events at all, right? These weren't virtual events. And then in the days after the BAFTAs and the parties, you start to hear, well, Karen Hines, the actor from Belfast, well, Kenneth Branagh, the director of Belfast, they're testing positive. The team behind Netflix's big animated movie, Mitchells versus the Machines, they tested positive. People who had been in this kind of larger network of events where there weren't some of those extreme, you know, those really intense precautions, they're testing positive. And people wonder, could we see that same thing in this coming weekend with the Oscars? Tell us about the protocols. There, there are protocols, at least for the Oscars. So there's going to be proof of vaccination. There's going to be two tests that you have to take in a certain time period. The press on the red carpet, you're going to have to wear masks in certain places during the event, right? And the Baptists didn't really have all those precautions. Given how many events were held around the Baptists in London, it felt a little inevitable. Sources later said, you know, people were talking to the Hollywood Reporter and they were talking to the LA Times and they were like, Given the nature of COVID, when you get a bunch of people together in a bunch of rooms talking and mingling for a bunch of events, it mathematically, I mean, it would be kind of shocking if it didn't happen. I mean, just when we thought we might be out of the woods, it seems like, you know, well, it doesn't seem like COVID cases are on the rise again. And there's a subvariant spreading across Europe and experts are warning the U.S. could possibly see another spike in cases. So, Adam, I know you're not an infectious disease doctor, but but let's try to just figure out how to sum up what's going on now in the COVID landscape. I have no medical degree. 
So we have this, what had been called the kind of stealth Omicron subvariant BA2, which is just another version of Omicron. It looks like it might be 30 to 40% more contagious. It doesn't look like it's more severe in terms of how sick it makes you. It looks like vaccines still work against it, but it's because it's so much more contagious and Omicron was already so much more contagious. That's the kind of uptick that we're seeing in Europe. We know from our last few years of experience where Europe goes, usually the U.S. follows. Dr. Fauci, the top expert here in the U.S., is saying, get ready for an uptick. But, you know, I'll echo some of the good news of the people who have gotten sick. We have made progress. You know, we're in a much different place medically than we were in 2020. Vaccines will keep you from getting really sick. We know that, you know, KN95s, surgical masks, and and respirators can help you if you're vulnerable. And so we're being reminded, you know, buy those good masks, get a vaccine. Now that they're really widely available, make sure you have tests at home. We will continue to keep you all updated with anything and everything that's going on. And thank you for stopping by, Adam. Thank you, Janine. Have fun at the Oscars. Okay, earlier this week, we broke down some of the biggest romances going on in Hollywood. With so much love and heartbreak and getting back together in the air, we thought it was best to call in an expert to get a reading on what in the world, or I guess in the universe, is going on. We've got celebrity horoscopes coming up for you. But first, last night was iHeartRadio Music Awards, and we have to get into who took home the trophies and hear what Jennifer Lopez had to say after receiving the Icon Award. We'll dive into that right after the break. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. I'm back, and last night was the iHeartRadio Music Awards. It was a star-studded affair, as always, but leave it to J-Lo to steal the show. She took home the Icon Award last night, looking stunning in a green dress, not the green dress, but a great one. And you could tell she was genuinely happy and excited when LL Cool J announced her, and she had nothing but love for her fans. Thank you to everyone who comes to a show, streams a song, sees a movie, follows me. You guys are the ones who give me the opportunity every day to live a life I couldn't even imagine would come true when I was a little girl growing up in the Bronx. I know! You made that dream come true! And I'm shaking, and I will always be grateful to each and every one of you for that. And of course, I know what you're thinking, the other half of Benefer 2.0, Ben Affleck, was in attendance, and the smile he had on his face, you guys, I mean, he looked up at her during her speech like a little kid staring at their crush. Some other notable winners of the night, Adele's 30 earned the honor of Pop Album of the Year. The Hip Hop Album of the Year went to J. Cole for the offseason. And the Foo Fighters, who I guess are still out there fighting all the foo, (laughs) took home the award for Rock Album of the Year with their Medicine at Midnight record. And Olivia Rodrigo, we gotta go there, who I can't seem to get enough of, rightly took home the award for Best New Pop Artist and also heard her name called for Female Artist of the Year. I wanna thank 
all of the fans you guys have made this year the most incredible year of my whole life. Um, I wake up every day and I truly can't believe that I get to do this for my job and it's all because of you guys, so thank you so much. Well, good for you, Olivia. Something you may not have seen was Olivia Rodrigo and Lil Nas X hugging and sitting next to each other during the show. I love the idea of the two of them being friends and and working on a collab together. Please and thank you to them in advance. All right, guys, your beloved Taurus host here. Uh, The love lives of our favorite celebrities have been heating up and or cooling off nonstop this year. There's been love found, love lost, and love on the rebound, and it's only March. So I can't think of a better way to take a closer look at these relationships than with someone who looks to the stars to understand our favorite stars. So joining me now is the host of People TV's Celebrity Astrology Investigation, Aliza Kelly. Hey, Aliza. Welcome back to the show. It's so fun to be back. For sure. Well, season two of Celebrity Astrology Investigation is here. And I, like so many others, are very excited. In episode one, you highlighted Fenty mogul Rihanna and boyfriend rapper ASAP Rocky. But first, I mean, what else can we look forward to this time around the sun? So what we have in store for this season ahead is very much going to be based on what our favorite celebs are doing. One of the cool things about this season in particular is that we are working with a very fast turnaround time. So what's cool about season two is that we're going to be able to stay really on top of what is happening with our favorite celebrities, with their couples, with their careers, all of the dynamics with the babies, and we'll be able to speak to that more or less in real time. Oh, that's exciting. I like it. Well, from this season, which celebrity deals threw you for a loop? Some of the episodes that viewers are going to look forward to are going to be entire explorations of family dynamics, entire shows unpacked, figuring out the astrology of not just a couple, but also of an entire group of individuals. It's really exciting stuff. We're now out of winter and finally saying hello to spring. The ice has melted and flowers are starting to bloom. Does the changing season have any bearing on how the stars align? I think that cuffing season from an astrological perspective is aligned with Libra season, which is the zodiac sign associated with partnership. The opposite of Libra, which occurs at the autumn equinox, is Aries, which occurs at the spring equinox, which is associated with me. It's associated with autonomy, independence. So this is the uncuffing season. Well, I'm always surprised when new couples go Instagram official. You know, not to mention they shock us with their breakup announcements on Instagram as well. Is there anything that you have your astrological antennas up for? I am really curious about what's going to happen with Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, only because Pete Davidson is going through his Saturn return this year, which is a time of cataclysmic transformation when we really become our own person and we step into our own maturity. I like to say it's your astrological bar mitzvah. It's when you become a adult in the eyes of the cosmos. So that coinciding with this super public, super sort of precarious feeling relationship that he's in, I think is going to be really interesting to see how that unfolds. Well, 
One couple I am really pumped about is Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. So in your latest episode, you dove into their love life and said their bond is, quote, really defined by balance, harmony, and perhaps most importantly, compromise. So we know they started dating in 2020. Did you see this in the stars for them? You know, like take me into what you discovered in their charts. I think like so many of us, I hoped for this because they're both individually two of the most gorgeous people I've ever seen in my life. So obviously you're like, I just want these two beautiful people to be together because they're going to make beautiful babies. And I'm very glad they did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, what do you see in their charts and in their future specifically? When I looked at their charts in the first episode, something that really stood out to me is how private Rihanna is and also how from an astrological perspective, it does look like she felt unsafe in her childhood. So obviously that is going to translate into wanting to be a really protective mom. And ASAP's chart doesn't have those same signatures. Looking at all of the different planets, he he really cares about being a good father. He has his moon in cancer. That's a really parental position to have. So I think that that compromise and balance is going to be how much into their life as parents do we as the public get to see versus how much do they sort of keep private and keep with their own friends and family. Mm. And one thing I really want to know, wait, give me their signs again. Rihanna is? She's a Pisces. And then ASAP? Libra. So I want to know just about how he deals. Rihanna's going to do what Rihanna's going to do. So what is it in him, in his sign, that allows him to be just that wonderful, supportive, secure man in her life? The cool thing about the way that their charts relate to each other is that he really wants to take care of her. He really sees her from what I can see. He really sees her. He understands sort of the full picture of what she's gone through in her life. So I think that he really wants to celebrate her. And I think that it's really quite a beautiful relationship. I love it. Aliza, thank you so much. It is always a pleasure. And I always learn so much. I appreciate you being on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, after having a horoscope expert on, you know I had to see what was in store for me today. And while I don't always know what to believe, I am really connecting with this line from my Taurus reading for today on astrology.com. It says, your workday will close on a high note as Luna blows a kiss to your ruling planet Venus, inspiring you to treat yourself after a busy day at the office. <laughs> well, home office, but yes, absolutely. See, you guys, I told you earlier I'm going to get all dolled up for the Oscars after work. That's That's a little spooky, but it feels pretty nice to be in sync with the universe. Oh, and as for being in sync, I'll leave you with this. Did you guys happen to see Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb on The Tonight Show last night? Well, apparently Jimmy Fallon learned, and I didn't realize this either, that both of the Today Show stars have some hidden musical talents, which of course they do. Those two can do everything. I heard that you both know how to play guitar. No. We know a few chords. We know G, C, and D. Like right. But kind of. America. G, C, and D are all the chords you need to know. So then Fallon grabs a mic, hands them each a guitar, and the three of them just launch into this full-blown jam session that was just so fun and so silly and something to make you smile. To the
Not bad. That was amazing. If you need a little pick-me-up, I definitely recommend checking out the full clip. Well, thank you all for listening again today. We will be back tomorrow with more of People Every Day. 